your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With another episode of the podcast that's dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, we will be talking about the four-on-four scrimmage that went on between some Avalanche prospects. Uh, we will get into Bowen Byram specifically, saying he feels as good as he's ever felt, uh, which is obviously a good thing. And at that four-on-four scrimmage, we I guess we got confirmation of uh, just another twist to the Avalanche white uniforms, which we we saw uh, in a a uh, who wore it. It was some, someone one of the guys they drafted. I don't remember who it was now, but um, they wore the uniform. Some people were saying, "Okay, is that new, or was it just that the draft uniform?" And then at this thing, we got confirmation that nope, this is probably in fact what the Avalanche are going with, with their whites and some people are not happy about it. I'll give my take on that, but first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, LOP and underscore avalanche on Twitter, locked on avalanche on Instagram and send any questions, comments, concerns, opinions to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. And of course you can join the show now on the YouTube channel. Just search for locked on avalanche. All right. So yeah, this, this burgundy versus white, uh, scrimmage. It was initially built as a three on three scrimmage and we didn't get no notice of it until I think the morning of the day that it happened, which was Tuesday night is when it happened. Uh, and I, I think Tuesday were late morning, early afternoon. Um, they kind of put up some lines for this three on three scrimmage that was going to happen. All of their, prospects were not all of them, but it it, it consisted of mainly prospects, all prospects. So then along the way, somewhere it got changed to a four on four and they were playing two periods. First period was a constant running clock. Second period was a constant running clock until five minutes left. No matter what the score was, they were doing a uh, five round shootout. So kind of just getting these guys some ice time getting legs underneath them before they go to Arizona and take part in that prospect tournament. Um, and by all accounts, uh, you know, things seem to go well. The scoring, uh, Sampo Ranta, Bowen Byram, Shane Bowers, Alex Bukage, and uh, Byram added an assist. Uh, Jean-Luc Foudy added an assist. Alex Newhook added in a sense. So all of the, the, the main, like the upper echelon prospects kind of, uh, flex their muscle in this thing. And then in the shootout, uh, Olausen scored foodie did not Bowers scored Bukaj Byram Ranta did not, uh, Kalsik did score, uh, new hook did not. And Mutala did not. So, which it didn't matter. I mean, the, the game was was over. The, the shootout wasn't to decide, determine who uh, won. I think it was, again, giving them some reps. So 
Oh, and then goaltenders. Uh, Eustace Anunin allowed one goal. Trent Minor allowed one goal. And Peyton Jones allowed two goals. Here's my big thing with this. Why couldn't we watch it? Why couldn't we have a a simple, uh, you know, camera or two, even if it's just one camera mounted at center ice with one person just going back and forth? I don't need the commentary. You know what I mean? I'm not expecting the the Altitude Network to be there broadcasting this thing, but it's pretty simple to set up a camera and live stream this to your website because this is something I think a lot of people would want to see. And unless you were there in person, which they allowed people to be, uh, which I, I think it was a limited number of people. It wasn't just like they were just letting anybody in. I think most of it was probably press. Um, you didn't get to see it unless you're following those people on social media like Twitter and they're putting clips up of things. I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, if you want to get the fan involved and you want to build some excitement around not only the team, but some of the prospects that people know are kind of, you know, uh, just waiting in the wings, going to be playing. A lot of people like seeing this. A lot of people seeing people like to see the, the, the future of a franchise. And this was absolutely that. So, yeah, I get that it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. And this is, you know, the really the first live action that these guys have seen in a long time. So is it because you're afraid it's not going to be the best product? I'm not expecting that at this point in the game. But fans love content. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter how minuscule it is. And you know that based on social media alone. You can put up a, a simple picture of of anything revolving the avalanche and fans will eat it up so why this wasn't streamed in the most simplest forms i don't know i don't understand uh i i wish that we had gotten it because then we could see some because things that i've read and some uh short clips that i've seen uh, Alex Bukaj and Jean-Luc Foudy really turned some heads. And outside of a couple like 10 second clips, I'll have to take their word for it. And I would really have liked to see what they can do. Yeah, it's against, you know, their teammates and and you can't compare what they're doing in this to can they, uh, you know, extrapolate that out to being in the NHL this year. I'm not asking for any of that stuff. Believe me. And I don't think the Avalanche didn't you know, did not put it live for people to see because of that reason. I don't know the reason. Maybe they didn't have the staff around to do this, but it would have been so simple. Even if it's, even if you didn't have a guy that could go back and forth on the ice, just have a wide camera angle and just let me watch it. And I don't need commentary and just let me hear the sounds of the game. I don't know. It, I think it was just a, a missed opportunity. And 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 you, you look at things like what the Denver Broncos are doing. Um, they didn't they. Well, it's been, you know, this past year and last year, obviously, they didn't do as much because of COVID and stuff like that. But they were letting fans in uh, to the locker room and just streaming it on their website. Um, so it's kind of odd that the Avalanche haven't done that yet. And and you hear all the time that the NHL wants to be 
more inclusive, get the fans involved more. You're going to see it. You should anyway with ESPN because that's really what a lot of their uh, network is revolved around is, is access. Uh, and again, you're not going to break any mold with this, but I think a lot of fans would have liked to just, because how many fans are excited for hockey? It's right around the corner. So if you say, Hey, we're going to have our prospects playing in a scrimmage tonight, they would have eaten it up. Probably would have crashed the website. Maybe that's why they didn't want to do it. They knew that it would have been a ton of people and they didn't want to crash the website. I don't know. For whatever reason, it didn't happen. So um, I know there's a lot of uh, talk about it on uh, at least Twitter and uh, fans are kind of upset. Not, I mean, they're not revolting, but it's like it would have been simple and I would have enjoyed to watch it. So maybe if they hear enough people say that if they do this again next year. They'll, they'll they'll do something with it. Be on the forefront. Be on the forefront of stuff like this, of access. It's really not that hard to do in this day and age. If they want to hire me to do it, I'll do it. I have no problem doing it. So, um, yeah. So, Bone Byram obviously played well in this thing by all accounts. Um, and he gave an interview, I think it was with The Athletic, where he says he's he's ready to go. So, uh, let's talk about him here in a second. But first, we're going to talk about Bet Online, and we are back and better than ever with another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag features or continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. And you will receive a 100% welcome bonus. That is double your initial post just for sign, double your initial deposit. There we go. Just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL 100 from football, basketball, boxing, obviously hockey to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online. The fastest and easiest way to bet in all of your sports action, your online sports book experts. Also brought to you by Direct TV Stream. And I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of the entertainment that you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Once again, the website is directtv.com and learn more about Direct TV Stream. All right, Bowen Byram, we have talked about him a lot. Uh, he's one of those guys that, what's he going to give you this year? Couldn't get a full grasp on what he could do last year, but while he was there, you saw some promise and you saw uh, why he was a number four pick overall. If it wasn't for a uh, bad illegal hit that was never called and was never suspended by Keegan Colasar, uh, who knows how the rest of the season would have went for Byram. But the fact remained like he was healthy at the end of the year in the playoffs and they still didn't play him. 
I don't know if that's because, uh, you know, of his inexperience in the playoffs and Jared Bednar wanted to go with experience in the playoffs. I could understand that. Were they just not comfortable that he was 100% because he still had that COVID scare as well, don't forget. So all of that stuff combined, did the Avalanche just want to let him sit it out and for this purpose, to get 100% healthy? And he did. He he talked to, uh, I think, yeah, I think it was the, the Athletic and Peter Baugh. And not only does he feel like he's okay, other other guys that he's playing with, particularly Justin Barron, said it's amazing how he makes the game look so easy. And where have we heard that before on the defensive end with guys like Cal McCarr? Uh, but coming right from Byram's mouth, he says, I feel great, better than I felt in a long time. Uh, it was definitely some time that I needed to reboot my system, but I feel great now and I'm ready to go. So... <sighs> I'm not saying I'm changing my my tune on Byron because I had said in the past, I don't know where he fits right now in this team in the fact that they need to be more physical on defense and you're not going to ask that of him. Uh, he can be, but he's not going to be obviously your enforcer. And if you have him out there, which I, I have, would have no problem him being out there. And in the long run, I think he probably will be the third pairing to start the season. And when, if he is, when he is, your, your big body is Eric Johnson, which might make some people not cringe, but say like, man, like that's not really a guy we want to, uh, you know, lay our hat on when it comes to our physicality. Number one, because like he's not, the physical type of player like, you know, Zadorov is, but he's been fragile lately and he's one hit away from being out for a, another extended period of time. Um, so that's where it came in for me. It was like, where does Byron fit? If they want to be more physical, he might be the odd man out in the beginning of the season. And that's, this is not to say Byron, Byron, I think is going to have a very long, uh, excellent career with the Avalanche, but he's still young. So I think that's why to start this season, I I think he'll make I think he'll make it on the third pairing. He's going to play a lot this year. Let's not kid ourselves. But Jared Bednar is going to have to really kind of look at what direction this team is going and on the defensive end in terms of its physicality. I really don't have many problems with the the forwards because you have. You know, Gabe Landeskog, who does is not afraid clearly to mix it up. Nathan McKinnon is not afraid to mix it up. Uh, neither is Nazem Kadri. So you have those guys, and neither honestly, really, so is JT Comfort. It's not like he goes out looking for uh fights or anything like that, but he doesn't back down. The 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 forwards are a good mix of skill and speed and strength. And on the defensive end, you don't really have that. I mean, you have Kale McCarr, who's a jack of all trades, but he's not that guy. Sam Girard, while undersized for a defender, plays the role very well, but he's not going to be your enforcer. We talked about Eric Johnson. Devon Taves is kind of similar in the realm of Kale McCarr. You might have Ryan Murray, who's a little bit of a bigger body, who can, you know, but again, you don't have that headhunter. And maybe the Avalanche don't want to play that style. 
because they really haven't played that style in a while. You, yeah, you had Zadorov, but how many times was he a, a, a healthy scratch? So maybe the Avalanche are just set in not really playing that style of game where, where they can be physical, but they're not going to have that guy on the blue line that is going to, you know, you don't have to worry about where, you know, skating around, they're going to have that guy that's just going to randomly take your head off. Maybe we just have to come to the realization that the Avalanche are not going to play that style of game. And if that's the case, then then this year, Bowen Byram is in there hands down. And, and I think that's the reason why I'm, I'm thinking, you know, where does he fit? Because the Avalanche just were not, they haven't been that physical. In my head, I'm thinking like that's the next thing that they have to do is get more physical. Maybe they don't want to be. And I don't mean that as they're not going around not hitting people. I'm saying it as I just explained it. They're not going to be that that team that is going to go out and give cheap hits. So if that's the realization that I guess I need to come to, Bowen Byram's your guy, and I think he's going to have uh, an excellent season, and, and away he goes, and he has a great career with the Avalanche. I have no doubt about that. Uh, but it is good to see that he is saying he feels better than he has in a very long time. Because now you know he's going to start uh, camp, which he already has, clearly, um, on the right foot, 100%, ready to go. He says he wants to play all 82 games. And I know a lot of guys say that. Uh, but, you know, he for, for a young guy to uh, really have to try to find his footing, uh, he needs to get off on, on the right foot kind of right away. Um, I'm excited for him. I am. I'm excited to see him. I hope he's out there. Because it will it will make this defense a dynamic defense, no no doubt about it. From top to bottom, they'll they'll have a very good defense. Uh, but make no mistake, if he's the guy that they go with, okay, I'll be accepting of that. But the we're going to get more of what we got last year, where the Avs are not out hitting anybody. If you're okay with that, you're okay with that. And the Avs prove they can win like that. They won the President's Trophy. But the questions are going to be asked come playoff time. If that's still the six guys that they have to start the season that they go into the playoffs with. Now, that's a whole other conversation for another time and trade deadlines and all that fun stuff. Uh, but again, we we shall see. I love the guy. I hope he he plays a lot. I think he will play a lot this year. So good thing is we don't have to wait too long to find out because – Training camp's right around the corner and games right around the corner. All right. Uh, and when the Avalanche play those games, they'll be in a new white away uniform. So another uniform for the Colorado Avalanche. But first, Built Bar. You know it. You love it. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. And they have so many flavors to choose from. There is something for everybody. And for you, you can take the choices between flavors like coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate, all amazing flavors. They are all healthy. If you haven't tried them, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors available. And like I said, they are not only the best tasting, but they are healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar, only four to five grams of net carbs, amazing flavors and all tasty and all healthy. Uh, 
Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right. Uh, another. It seems like another year, another new Avalanche jersey. This is not the one that uh, Kyle and I were talking about last week. That was another image that was on uh, a, a site, which nothing's really come of that yet. I, I don't I don't know if that is actually going. Anything is going to come of that remains to be seen. But again, this was something that we saw post draft and uh, it's killing me who who. Oh, it's Bialski uh, who had the, the jersey on. And it featured uh, numbers that were blue. And uh, that that's the ch- that's a change from, from last season. So the Avalanche were kind of slowly getting away from everything black in their uniforms. They got rid of the black pants and had blue, blue pants. I loved those from the beginning. I thought those that was a great look, the white with the blue pants. It was kind of like mismatched but it worked. Um, and I think the avalanche felt like, well, they don't want black numbers. So they went to blue numbers and we kind of got, like I said, confirmation because of this four on four scrimmage and they're kind of, they're similar. Well, I have the, uh, reverse retros behind me and they're kind of like those. And for some reason it, it works with the reverse retro. I don't know if it's the exact same color. It, it's because I haven't seen it up close, but it's got to be, you know, damn close between that blue and what's on the the new white away uniforms. And I am one that I I, I can find, I guess, like beauty in, in any uniform and especially ones with the avalanche put out. And I genuinely don't think the avalanche have put out a bad uniform. I guess maybe with the exception of the outdoor game at the Air Force Arena. And even that one, I think I've said it before on the show many times. It's so ugly. It's awesome. And that I like uh, uniforms like that and jerseys like that. If they are hideous, I, I like those. I I, I don't know. It, it's there's there's beauty in the ugliness, I guess. Uh, I don't I have to see more of this, maybe like a uh, a high def image of it. But I think this is like the first one where I think this is a miss for the Avalanche. But here's the reason why. I'm not against the blue numbers. I think it's the shade of blue. It doesn't really match the pants. It's like a little bit lighter shade. And I think the 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 number, it's almost like a shiny gloss to it. Like the shininess of the number and the shade of the blue does not match the shade of the pants. So yes, I know I just said mismatch things look good, but when you're mismatching thing that's supposed to be the same color, that doesn't look good. Uh, so again, all I've seen are, are probably the images if you follow social media, uh, the images that are out there right now. And I think the Alex Bukage image is the one that uh, is making most of the rounds. I don't, I like the idea, but I don't think it was executed that well. If again, when I see like a high def image of it, uh, if it doesn't match up well, I, I, I don't know. But having said that, will I buy it? You bet I will.
because it's my team and I have to support the team no matter what. Uh, and maybe if because I'm not wearing those blue hockey pants, when I wear the jersey with whatever jeans, whatever, it'll look fine. But when you're matching it up with those pants, I don't know, it just has a it just it looks like a two tone blue and it just clashes a little bit. What do you guys think? I, I, I think the the consensus online was thumbs down. Sure, you had some people that uh, were OK with it. Um, I'm still holding final judgment until I can see better images. But early returns for me so far are uh, not well executed. So what does this mean? Does this mean we're going to have another one next year if enough, enough people are uh, up in arms about this? I don't know. Uh, King Dowett, who uh, I was on his show, the, the Jersey Thursday show with him, he put up a really cool like Photoshop where instead of doing blue for the numbers, it was burgundy. And that looked cool. And I almost said to him, I'm like, oh, man, now you just ruined it because now next year they're going to come out with another one, which we have to add to our arsenal of jerseys again. So I don't know. I I, I, I like this stuff. I like that they change uniforms every once in a while. And uh, for the most part, the Avalanche have always hit a home run. But uh, could this be the first one that's that just doesn't do it for me? It's possible. But like I said, uh, jerseys will be bought even in this form. No doubt about it. Let me know what you think. Shoot me a line, LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com, or find me on Twitter and send me a message. But we shall see. All right, that is going to do it for today, everybody. And uh, we should be back tomorrow. I think Kyle might be around. I'm going to reach out to him. He's been doing the Fridays during the off season, So uh, we'll get his take on it. I know he'll probably have a take on, on uh, what he thinks about the uniforms. So. Uh, that's going to be it for today, everybody. I appreciate you tuning in each and every day. Uh, if you have time and you listen on an iPhone, please send a uh, quick five-star rating and review. It definitely helps. And uh, that's going to be it. Appreciate it. We will see you guys tomorrow. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go. Go.